Hello and welcome to Wake and Jake. We're doing a little fantasy baseball today. If you don't know my history, addicted to fantasy baseball in middle school and high school. No joke. Intense league. Intense drafts. Uh, teams disbanded at midseason. Auctions for the players on those teams. Fights over rules. Uh, was in it. I went to college. The league continued. I don't know, it grew apart a little bit. Uh, fantasy baseball is a blast for those of you that enjoy it. Um, and I think if you don't, I, I think this is going to turn into a big game of kind of like, who do I like this season? Uh, so ESPN, uh, who they were my go-to fantasy. Uh, Tristan Cockcroft, I mean, that's a game I've seen for a while. Although Jeff Pass in early Yahoo days, yeah, he's a friend now. Not a big deal. Uh, they did a 10-team, and you know, 10 or 12 teams where you want to be. 10-team ten, ten points draft. Um, and I think just want to kind of go round through round, see what jumps up. And I've already fast-forwarded ahead. I think my best strategy is finding guys you like later on. And that way, when you have decisions earlier... And you have to pick between the center fielder and the pitcher. Well, if you like the center fielder late, then go get the pitcher. You already solved your conversation. And I think I've already seen some of that. I think there's more hitters I like than pitchers late. That I know traditionally, you're supposed to get a couple sticks. You don't. It's almost like the old uh, tight end quarterback thing in fantasy football. You don't want to be without your running backs and wide receivers. Um you don't want to be sitting there with pitchers and you're like, oh, shoot. Everyone's got all the MVP hitters. We're kind of screwed. Um, let's walk through it. Because uh, round one of this draft, and some people in this league you might be familiar with, Zola, he's been a, he's been a fantasy baseball guy for a while. Carabell, my goodness. Mm. Read a lot of his article. Dave Schoenfield, yep. Derek Carty, sure. Newer to the game, but in it. Um, who else we got? Jim McCormick, not familiar. James Best that's been throwing us off because each pick has Best next to it. Yeah. <laughs> On the article we're referencing here. So I don't want to say rude, but... The guy who made the pick is following it, but all of his say Best. So round one, Shohei, Soto, Jose Ramirez, Aaron Judge, Vladito, Freddie Freeman, Gareth Cole, Corbin Burns, Mookie Betts, and Max... Scherzer. So what do we see here? Uh, Shohei, yeah. Uh, two players, one player. It looks like they finally figured that out. Um, Soto, I guess that's interesting to me. Uh, you know, I think everyone doesn't think Soto was who he was last year. Um, but coming off of what Judgey did last year, and I think Vladito's prime, and still being in a new division, Soto's going to be good. I guess in, in my head he wasn't... He's not that guy. Well, excuse me. He's very much that guy. <laughs> um, Last year, he was not. Yeah, he just wasn't. That I, I, I'm surprised to see him second off the board. That, you know, Juan Soto's not going to get you stolen bases or anything. Like, he's, you know, obviously power, batting average on base percentage, everything except stolen bases. Um, he does at one of the highest levels you could possibly do. So I get it, but I guess that was a little surprise for me. Um, I thought it was interesting to see... Freddie Freeman and Mookie Best. Best. God damn it, Best. 
being in this draft. Um, I kind of like the lo- the end of the first round, man. Mm-hmm. If you can pencil in Vlad, Freddie, Mookie, if Judge slips, which I don't think he's gonna, and people want the home run king on their team. But that end of the first round, Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman had a case for MVP last year. It just happened so late, and everyone was already in on the Cardinals. Freddie Freeman's numbers are not, not that far away from Paulie G's. Um, he's got him in WAR and and OPS, but in in both of their cases, those dudes play. So if you're Erring on the side of health, I think they both turned in a lot of full seasons. Freddie Freeman led the National League in runs, hits, doubles, and on-base percentage. Did you know that? He finished fourth in MVP last year. Mm. By the way, his first year in a new division, you know, an excuse I just gave to Juan Soto, didn't really matter for Frederick. Um, And I've been on a sneaky Vlad Guerrero kick, even though he's... um, he just opted out of the WBC for the knee. I guess you track that a little bit, but I, I think that was on the on the side of caution. Am I surprised Cole's like a first-round fantasy guy? He's heavy strikeout with, and gives innings. so And he's just going to be good. Like, you, he's not going to be bad. Yeah, you know he's not going to be I guess the bad ERA pitcher. just, you know. He has some duds. Yeah, I I think it's every pitcher a, kind of does, but I think this is a represent a representation yeah. of his strikeout numbers. Yeah, because I mean it's Burns, Scherzer, Alcantara, they're all there. Alcantara starts off the next round. Machado, Jordan Alvarez, Trey Turner, Bieber, Degrom, Tucker, Nola, Verlander, Olson. I mean, part of me likes the second round nearly as much. I mean, Sandy's there. Jordan, who has outfielder eligibility. I don't get why he wasn't a first-round pick. Um, And kind of same with Trey Turner. I thought Trey Turner was like the guy guy in fantasy. Um, I know he had a down year last year, but he was missing the East Coast. He's actually returning to a division he's familiar with. I know a new team. Hitters Park uh, in Philly. Uh... Jordan and Trey Turner, that feels off to me. Um, Trey Turner's been a first-round guy for And Jordan was a big shift guy. Jordan's still really young. Jordan won the World Series. Jordan, did he? I don't think he one-dotted, right? Oh, he did. Jordan did one-dot last year. Mm. OPS. Whoops. 306. 406, 1.019. He was third in the MVP voting. He's 25 years old. Why is Jordan Alvarez in the second round? Um, that's beside me a little bit. Um, and even Tucker, the stolen base stuff, blows my mind with him always. Matt Olson dating my daughter at the end of that round. Whoops. Um, little, little surprise at just how many starting pitcher names are ahead of Verlander. Like another year removed from the TJ. Right. He's only going to give you 
more innings than he already did where he won Cy Young. You'd assume he's feeling better coming into this season. Particularly, and specifically what caught my eye was was guy on his team right now and Max Scherzer as well as as well as DeGrom being ahead of him. Just those guys last couple years have been right. short on innings. Right. No, that's a that's a very valid point. Seems seems a little disrespectful. Round three, Gossman, Tuve, Lindor, Julio. Grab the stretch. Rodon, Devers, Alonzo, Strider, Woodruff, Simeon. Um, like the bats a lot in that round. I mean, Julio, Devers, Alonzo, Altuve. You can, you can pen those guys in. Um, you know, Strider was incredible last year. Rodon's been incredible, but each of those got a new team. Strider, can you run it back? Will he be healthy? Um, he's a guy that is his stuff so good it almost scares you health wise, which is probably unfair to him. Although he had a little bit of stuff at the end of the season. Round four. Now we're starting to get funky. Seeger, Tatis, Bregman, Cease, Bichette, Castillo, McClanahan, Trout, Goldschmidt, Arenado. Really. <laughs> So Goldie is going three rounds after Freddie Freeman, which makes me a little hesitant because he just he just kind of beat him. Uh, and then seeing Arenado and Trout down there, um, that's where that's where I'm kind of getting to. That we mentioned a lot of those the starting pitchers, you know, whether it's. Cole, Burns, Scherzer, Sandy, even DeGrom. You're obviously taking a chance, but... You know the game you're playing. His, but. his, his best is better than your best. Uh, Verlander, even Rodon. I, I know I just said kind of questionable, but the stats aren't. Um, and batters are going to be seeing him for the first time, and it's a big left field at Yankee Stadium. Just a reminder for, all, for the righties he faces. Um, that, yeah, man, when you can stumble into those, like, you know, what do you think Trout's going to do if he plays 140 next year? Like, what's his minimum? (laughs) What's been his lowest OPS? I feel like we did this recently. Trout played 119 last year. He, he has had a little bit of an injury history recently. I do, I do want to acknowledge that. Uh, his lowest OPS ever Outside of 2011, when he got called up at age 19 for 40 games. Lowest OPS ever. Ever. In a season. 939. Hmm. He was 22. I mean, and that number is an outlier from the rest of them. Like, he's 60 points higher every other year but one. He's a career one dot. His, His lowest OPS in the last... Eight years is 991. Hmm. So I don't know. I realize the injury stuff has been kind of real recently, but he's still 31. Yeah. In the 60-game season, he played 53 games. Last two years have been tough. Um, I had a mean Angels line, I'm not going to say. Shout out Nate Steele. Um. Round five, Wheeler, Riley, Acuna Jr., Franco, Schwarbs, Glass now. I think that's probably changed again from where, mm. this, where this draft was. And as a sign, like, 
if Glasnow was going that high, I realize he has potential. Um, I think I'd grab a pitcher or two in the early rounds. Because if so you have two guys you can just plug and play all year. Like Ronald Acuna Jr., I think he's my favorite for NL MVP this year. And he's going in the fifth round. Obviously, injury stuff again, and he's had some, I don't want to say off the field, but he's had, he's had the weirds going on in Atlanta for a little bit. Um, that guy could win MVP. That guy could be 40-40. I, BBD, we just showed me one of those AI-generated videos hmm. of Biden, Donnie, Drake, and Andrew Tate, Andrew Tate doing a fantasy baseball draft. Um, but if I guess if you see that and you live in that part of the internet, <laughs> enjoy it. Uh, Ronald Cunha Jr. could win MVP next year, and it wouldn't be a surprise. Uh, and he's going in the fifth round of fantasy drafts. That feels like the snag there. How about Jose Abreu sneaking in at the end there? Round six, Quan, Robbie Ray, Diaz, Bobby Witt Jr., McKenzie, Brian Reynolds, Class A, uh, second closer off the board, Javier Urias Cronenworth. Get Urias. Yeah. You know how good he is? Urias is so good. Why is he like a blind spot for everyone? Just undersized and... The hype I've was never too li- early. I've never like heard him talk. But 20 wins in 21 with a 2.96 ERA. A 2.16 ERA last year. 2.16. In 31 starts, ERA plus leader, ERA leader, third in the Cy Young last year. He is 26 years old. What? (laughs) What? Okay. So circle that one. I like your... Like, okay, this is going to be half rude to this. Contract year. This is going to be half rude to this guy. He's a free agent next year? No way. Mm -hmm. No way. That can't be right. I feel like we'd be talking about that more. Should be. Big pitcher class. My God. The Um, hitters are lackluster. The pitchers are not. Here's what I'll say. This is one mock draft. You can use this as examples. Julio Urias is pick 59. Pick 60 was Cronenworth, who I know he does some some fun things, and he contributes in a lot of ways. Got versatility. Going to do some second, do some He's also got a chance to drive in some crazy runs this year because I think all the dudes are going to be in front of him. He'll he'll be five in that lineup. He might be a good over RBI guy total this year. We'll see. See where the line's at. Julio Urias, I mean, you can can pencil that guy in. Um, The other, uh, Stephen Kwan, I thought it was, uh, people were talking about him getting more hits this year with the shift. I don't know how much he got shifted on, but... He's really good, so whatever that does for you. Um, I think he's a guy who finds a hole no matter where guys are standing. I guess he'll if maybe he just won't have as many hits robbed up the middle. Yeah, I'd, I, I'd I would guess to, if he has an issue, it was that. I'd have to dig into it a little more. Bobby Whip swipes some bags. Bobby Whip playing shortstop this year. Uh, a lot of steals too. Um, let's see, round seven. Santander, our guy. Correa, Max Fried, Zach Gallen. Xander Bogarts, Michael Harris, Deuce, George Springer, Devin Williams, Joe Musgrove. Again, that was, I think, pre-injury, Cedric Mullins. Here's what I'll tell you. I see Michael Harris, Deuce, and George Springer back-to-back. This was always a fantasy philosophy for myself, and if you want to steal this, you can. It's high risk, high reward. Um, 
George Springer, you kind of know what you're going to get, right? It's going to be good. He's George Springer. He might get nicked up at one point this season. Michael Harris, too, the only reason he's at that spot of the draft is because it's new and we don't know. Just bet on it. Like, when you're at this point. Why not? Uh, he's 22. It's his birthday today. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Michael Harris, too. Um, 297. 339 and 853 OPS. Um, 19 homers, 20 steals, and 114 games. Uh, why not bet on that? Like, George Springer is ranked where he's ranked because we know George Springer. If Michael Harris, too, is this guy or better, I think he's a much higher draft pick. So why, why not? Like, it's fantasy baseball. Take a chance. Um, and I've got a couple more of those guys later on. Uh, in this draft. Um, do I like anyone else in that round? Yeah, keep it moving. Man, round eight, Gunnar Henderson. Do you believe? Oof. Somebody does. That was a best pick, Avi. The uh, the only other one in the previous round, just Max Freed, kind of same conversation we have around Urias. He was second Cy Young last year. Clockwork. Clockwork. Same conversation. Clockwork. Uh, this round, Gunnar, Bell, Adley. I like that. Second catcher off the board at that point. Framber, Hayter, Reisel, Logan Webb, Arise, Darvish, Gilbert. Yeah, I mean, in that round, I'd like kind of only really in on Adley. I mean, Framber, but I I think there's other fantasy pitchers that can set a higher bar. Although, man, Framber's consistency is pretty nice to have. Man, things are really starting to change. Round nine, Yoshi, Mm. Corbin Carroll, Dansby, Pasquantino. Our guy. Who he's the best. Um, I don't know if any of you guys follow him on social media. Um, MLB posted like MLB guys in their WBC jerseys, and it's like Otani, it was like Trout, it was like Bogarts, and then it was Pasquantino because he's like Italy. And he posted like very genuinely, he's like, I can't believe I'm on Instagram with Shohei. And these mm. other guys. Like, he's he's a dude. Yeah. His Twitter's just, like, normal dude. God, he went to, like, every Jets game this year just because yeah. he, like, can. Like, I almost separately, right athlete. before we got started here, just we were bopping around with the amp crowd. Like, I was like, oh, wait, just, I love Pasquantino. He's he's awesome. He, like, he thinks Chris Rose is cool. Um, Yandy Diaz, Varsho, you're either in or out on that. He's still going to have catcher eligibility this year, so that's always nice. That, that seems like your play. Nestor, too close to the situation for me. And I guess here's another situation. Brandon Nimmo, Luis Robert. Robert has a chance to be MVP-ish type candidate. He's been hurt, and he's also been bad. Nimmo feels like you know what you're going to get. He's going to be on base. He's going to score a lot. Um that one's, I guess, closer in my head than I thought. I, I, I normally lean take the potential of Robert, but his, his baseball reference can also... It's a, this is a huge year for him. So you need to decide if you're in or out on that before the year. Uh, Real Mudo, like that, round 10. Eloy, I love Eloy. I'll never be able to shake him. If he stays healthy, he's going to hit 40 homers. Big Felix Bautista, wow. Kyle Wright for Atlanta, Giolito, Reeser, Hoskins, George, Kirby. That's a funny round. A lot of different flavors of ice cream there. Um, that's the top 100. 10 teams, 10 rounds. 
uh, I'm I'm gonna start highlighting some guys that I see in rounds that I might you might want to put in the back of your head again if you see maybe some positional battles as you go. Um, Jeff McNeil at 104. Uh, that's a guy that's got multiple position eligibility. He just feels like a guy you put in the lineup and you get two hits. He's a guy that feels good to have on a fantasy team. Um, man, in that same round, round 11, uh, Brandon Lau, who missed a lot of last year, but when he plays, he hits homers. Um, and Willie Adamas, both in that round. Interesting. Uh, 111, Brady Singer, buying all of his stock. He, Big second uh, half last year. It clicked year. last year. I saw it. He pitched at the stadium. Uh, I think there were tangible changes. I think he added a third pitch. I think he was a two-pitch guy. Um, he's he's awesome. Top pitching prospect. It all came together for him. He is the truth. Um, know who I have no idea. Oh, dude, baseball is so funny. Pick 115, Tristan Casas. I'm kind of in on him. He's big. When he connects, it goes. So as long as he connects enough, he's going to be successful. Two picks after him is Nate Lowe, Nathaniel Lowe, who was awesome last year. Mm-hmm. So that's one of those that gets a little tricky. Because, like, Casas can be great. But if he has any sort of new guy lumps, like, Lowe should have a better year than him. Um, that's interesting. Sevy in that round, too. Um, let's see. Round 13, I see Alejandro Kirk and Muncie back-to-back. You know, that does something for me. Uh, let's start getting into some of the deeper cuts, because I had a couple guys that jumped off the page. Sanga, round 15, why not? That late. Find out with on a guy. Let's see. Let's see. Should at least get a couple strikeouts, right? Also, so Adelise Garcia's in that round. I think he's just good. Um, uh, Round 16. This one is kind of crazy to me, and it's a big pivot from the world of fantasy I used to live in. Byron Buxton, 156. Mm. Here's the deal. I'd take him. You know he's going to get hurt, but when he plays, he's going to be awesome. So if it's a serious injury and you got to cut him, oh well. If you have to put him on the IL, depending what your league's rules are for a little bit, like you already know, just have like a bench outfielder. But when he plays, this is the same round as the pick after him is Jose Miranda, teammate. Slightly rude. And A.J. Minter. And then the... Next outfielder off the board in this draft was Jesse Winker, who I've loved when we met him, but had as bad a year as he he can have last year. It's coming off a bad year, you know. I Bucks and you, every time he plays, he's productive. You, you're playing a game on how much is he going to play, similar to Degrom. But the other one that I'm maybe tell me if I'm too close to this situation, but DJ Lemayhew's in round seventeen, and if he's in the leadoff spot for the Yankees, which one he was, he was really good last year. He was leading the lead in walks ahead of Aaron Judge, for who's two. having the greatest season ever. People were still walking him ahead of Judge. He had Judge. a slow start, and then two months, he was like, you know, MVP vote level again. Uh, and he's got position eligibility, and if he's going to be in front of Judge, Rizzo, yeah. Stanton, Volpe? Um, that, that one jumped out to me, again, maybe too close to the situation. 
Tyler Stevenson, if you're looking for a depth catcher, all he's done is hit. He's been hurt. Um, but his his stats are silly. Uh, and, obviously, always too close to the situation, Jack Flaherty, round 19. Buy all the Jack Flaherty's. Buy all the Jack Flaherty socket cans. So, Tony Gonsolin's in round 18. Yeah, I mean, Tony He's, G, you know, the punchies don't get there, and a lot of it's on that, but um, no, I mean, he's... Just really good. When you're getting this late... Compare his stat page to other guys, and it'll it'll blow your mind. Um, happy Catter Day. Uh, Vaughn Grisham late, Jazz Chisholm. So, uh, in conclusion, where I've landed, uh, get yourself a couple bona fide starters, because there's hitters late, like... DJ LeMahieu could have a massive season. Buxton, when he plays for you, yeah, you're going to need someone to sub in for 40 games, but you can find a hot outfielder for 40 games. Like, that's... I would rather have Verlander, Rodon, whoever it is, than spot starting a Jose Quintana and hoping they have a good day against the Reds. And then Tyler Stevenson takes them deep. And he's your catcher. Now you have mixed feelings about the whole thing. Like sort of all right. Sheesh. Um, I know Jolly's a fantasy guy. Um, I think our guy Foolish is too. So maybe we'll we'll interact more with this. But um, oh, let's see. Did they have someone asked when Harper was picked? Ooh, where is he? Oh God, I did I did a scroll down the page and I screwed everything up. I don't believe I see him selected in this. He's listed 251 overall on the big board. Is he out that long? I thought he was coming back like May. That's tough. That's true. And that's you. A couple picks after Tyler Stevenson. So, in conclusion, tell me who you guys think I might have missed. Um, who you think should be higher or lower. Uh, I guess it's kind of who you're in on, right? Or who's good value. That's what a draft is all about. We'll be hearing that as the NFL draft comes and sneaks up. Um, man, uh, fantasy baseball is always going to have a, a very nice spot in my heart. As my one-time re- roommate in college, Miso Alani, once told me, the heart is like a hotel. And it's got a bunch of different rooms for your love. Fantasy baseball, in my heart, it's got one of the better hotel rooms. I always thought it was a really weird thing, but I, I stole it from him. Nice guy. Dubai. A lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, all right. Comment, love, all that stuff. I think for the AMP crew, we'll do some quick Q&A again. Uh, and love you guys. Uh, all right, AMP. Yeah, good good point by Fayo. You know, some of these guys are definitely you have team needs at a certain point and you can't just take take the best player available. Um What do we got, boys? Fayo, Hunker, Normal Dog, Fine Gold Tommy's. Tom Ace, send me a text. We need you at the warehouse. Yeah, like, yeah we gotta get. Gotcha we just gotta. We're get, We're trying to get bodies there man. anyway. So. I just. I keep getting nervous about inviting someone to the warehouse because I might not be playing, and that would make me 
really sad. Oh, for end of the end of the turn. Like Jess was like, "When should I come?" And I was like, "I wish the weekend." You wish I could say just I come just hang can't out Saturday. You anything, babe? Normal dog. Where do you live, normal dog? How old are you? DMB. Was he seventeen now? DMB. Can 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 BBD legally date you? Under the state rules. My 18 now. We're good. That's it's incredible. Um, Long Island in 18. <laughs> Dan Canobio's written books about that. <laughs> um, all right. I, I'm not seeing too many questions. Oh, okay. Faya, let's go. All right. Let's let's start part two of the episode. What is the worst the White Sox can finish in your mind this year? That is a fantastic question, Fayal. Um, is their TPP out? I don't. Their TPP don't believe is out. I don't out. think so. I don't think so. I'll do a quick double check on if this will be out to, tomorrow or or when. But Fayal, they are one of the most interesting teams. Um, I mean, they were legit World Series favorites last year. Legit. Trev picked them. Yeah. You were on them. Coming off of a year where he exactly predicted the World Series, so he really wanted to get it right, he picked the White Sox. He gave it a lot of thought. It seemed like they had a ton of talent and a clear path. They had... A, a lame duck manager. That's <laughs> fair to say at this point. I know Tony's in the hall. Um, I mean, your weekly White Sox updates were they lost a game they should have won. Tony LaRusa did something weird. And somebody got hurt. And I do think their injury bug got a little ignored last year. Um, and by the way, down the stretch, they still had a chance. They had a win a series against Cleveland, and they were sitting okay. They got swept um, in White Sox fashion. So, I mean, look at the lineup. Tim Anderson, Luis Robert, Benny, Eloy, Moncada, Andrew Vaughn, Yasmani. Where's he at? I don't know. Um, even Elvis Andrews was good for them. He's back. Um and then you go to the rotation. Cease, Lynn, Giolito, Clevenger, who just got cleared. He, of, he will be a part of the team all year. Of anything. So you got to you gotta respect that process. I mean, it was weird when it happened. It was like an Instagram story. And yeah. So I don't, I don't know. Apparently everyone researched it, and he's he's been full cleared. Uh, and Kopech, who's, I mean, just crazy talented. You, you watch that guy throw, and it, it looks different. Um, Kendall Graveman, Aaron Bummer, Joe Kelly, Diekman, uh, Roche at some point should be back this year from Tommy John, and Liam Hendricks is out. Um, indefinitely. Indefinitely. Non, you know. he, it sounds like he will return at some point this year, but it's an impossible situation to fully predict. Yeah, so I am... Um, Their worst case 
is third place in the Central. Um, it would be a mix of injuries. It would be a mix of the Guardians are good. Young and should be getting better. Uh, the Twins made moves to, to hopefully improve their team. And it would be the White Sox having some of the same problems while they also lost Jose Abreu, who's been their best player for years. Um, I mean, it's a massive year for the White Sox. Uh, Luis Robert, Eloy, and Yon Moncada. Who are you guys? Are you guys everyday studs? Because you guys seem to have the talent for that. Are are you guys injured? Are you young? Are you are you not as good as some of your best? Uh, I don't know. They um, the White Sox are a really tricky mental exercise. And man, like I, I guess I don't know if you think you believe in the White Sox. Like I, I would put a little on them to win the Central because if they have a hot April, everyone will be back in. Like yeah, if they just have last a, year was weird. We're back. If they have a seventeen and ten April, I think everyone's going to be like, "Oh boy, White Sox." So that's how much talent they have on their team. I do think their depth isn't good. They have one prospect. I remember us talking some Oscar Colas, another Cuban outfielder. So maybe he's something. Otherwise, their their depth seems a little thin and coming off an injury year. Uh, I guess I'd be a little worried about that. Uh, where's Danny Mendick? The Mets. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, they, yeah, uh, talent-wise, I, I, I think everyone had a change. I think everyone looked at their talent and thought they were with the elite. I think they're a step below that, but they still should be good. Um, they're just coming off one of the more brutal seasons, so... Uh, let's see. <laughs> Legal age to visit the warehouse. Um, Jake Berger, I bet. Tom Ace, Blue Jays over 90 wins this year. Um, I'm in a tricky spot with some of the top teams. Um, the Blue Jays should be really good. Um, Manoa's stats you just can't even argue against um, although I think he's lined up for a little bit of shift regression and we don't know what to do with that yet it's something to watch just kind of something league wide yeah like we're just not see. sure how it's going to affect guys um, Kevin Gossman uh, is really good uh, you know their question marks Barrios and Kikuchi you know, if if those guys flip flip the switch, you know, they've got a great rotation. Like, they've got a, you know, a top-blank rotation. Like, if everything goes right, they could have a top-five rotation. But Barrios and Kikuchi are massive wild cards. Like, I know, yeah. I, I saw spring training tweets about them that they were like, yeah, you know, uh, they, they look good, and he's throwing this more. All of that's fine and well in spring training, and then if the first start happens and Kikuchi gives goes two point one six Ernie's, it's all out the window. So, um, I love Bassett; he's one of my favorite signings of the offseason. So Manoa Gossman Bassett, 
And then probably one of Barrios and Kikuchi clicks. So 90 wins. Um, they won 92 last year. I think losing Teoscar is a bigger thing than they thought. Um, they lost Stripling, who was good for them. But they brought in Varsho. Brandon Belt is sneaky, man. Like Brandon Belt could be good for them. Uh, I I think I'm over. I forget. Have we done their TPP? I don't Blue Jays? Think. No, they... I don't think so. They are the next one we are recording. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I'm in on the Blue Jays. Um. The part that's tricky is, uh, obviously, I think the Yankees are going to be good. I, I guess my ALE sent math makes sense. I think the Yankees are going to be around where they were last year, which that can be anywhere from 94 wins to 104 wins, which that's pretty cool that I think that. Um, the Blue Jays won 92 last year. I think there's a chance they're better. I think there's a chance they're around the same. The Rays won 86, and I think they're going to be better. Um, I really do. Uh, they had the injury bug bad last year. Bad. Uh, the Orioles, people hate this. I think they're going to come come down a little bit. I don't know what that means. 77 games. They won 83 last year. Uh, I think people know the Orioles are coming. I'm also very ready to be wrong about it. Like The Orioles have called up their young talent, and they're supposed to be good. And what if Grayson Rodriguez is a dude? What if Gunnar Henderson is a dude? Like, I'm, I'm ready to eat crow on that. I, I just don't think they're going to be able to sneak up on anyone. And I do think the Red Sox are going to be better than 78 and 84. So, I have four teams getting better in the AL East or maybe staying the same with the Yankees. So, when you say 90 wins with the Blue Jays, it, it, I think it's going to be close, but I would take the over. Uh, they're a good team. I Vlad's like my, if not Shohei MVP this year. Um, I, I think he's just different, different. Are you a Jays guy, Beeps? I like what they're doing. I, th- I believe in them for a regular season. Like, I, I think I've got them over 90, but uh, I'm, in, I'm just in a place with them where it's like, yeah, do, do it in the playoffs, and, and then I'll pick you to do it in the playoffs moving forward. Yeah. Like I, I couldn't in good faith make them my World Series pick at this point, especially with how big of wild cards uh, uh, their rotation is. But I believe in them, generally speaking. I mean, this is a sneaky... I, I know, I, I think Jimmy disagrees a little bit because they do have Varsho for a while. And I mean, it's not like Bichette and Vlad's contracts are, are running out. But this is a swing year for them, man. Like, are you guys going to be contenders for the next three years? Or if they throw up a playoff dud or, like, don't get there somehow, like, you kind of have to White Sox them. Yeah. Like, you know, we, we've seen this recipe for a few years. And Vlad just turned 24. Bichette just turned 25. So, in a way, I'm being a little rude. But, you know, they went out and got Springer. He's 33 and a half now. Um, mm-hmm. They listed as that on fan graphs. That's not how I would normally say someone's age. Um, Matt Chapman is in a contract year. Like, let's not ignore who Matt Chapman is as a ball player. Like, platy glove, 30 homers from third base. Like, you know, if they end up losing him, Springer gets a year older. Like, I, I don't know. This team just starts to feel different. Um, I guess that being said, I think Vlad's going to be an MVP guy. So I, I think they're going to do, I think they're going to land in an, 
in a good place this year. Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of talent on that team, but this is a this is a big year of how we respect them. And I do think they made their bullpen stronger, which mm-hmm. their bullpen never scared you when Romano was hot. Um, they, but just, they just become a lot more reliable. Swanson, Garcia, Bat, Bass, Bass, Meza, Simber, like those. Yeah, Chad Green eventually. Any of those guys I just mentioned could pitch a clean eighth inning. Um, yeah, look for them to get another one at the deadline because I mean, kind of every contender you go add your your deadline reliever. And at, they're starting pitching last year, 18th in ERA. Um, you know, I think I think their starting pitching can be a little better. Yeah, with think, with uh, Bassett. I think their bullpen can feel better, um, or be a little scarier than it's been in past years. That yeah, they they are primed to have a big year. So I guess yeah, I'd be over that. I'd be over that. I do and love Varsha for them. As Tom Ace kind of was a perfect fit. They're moving their fences. It's going to be interesting to see. Uh, See how those look. Um, bless you, Biebs. Thank you. Um, all right. Unless anyone's got one at the buzzer, uh, appreciate it. And I enjoyed doing a little Q&A again. Um, maybe we'll even put it out with a tweet so we'll have some questions prepped um, just so we don't get to this point. Um, Nick's game tonight, win big. Win big. Win big. Chance to be a trap oh. game. I saw him ask earlier about a, a betting question on the Knicks. Uh, this Hornets game tonight, which was yesterday as you're listening to this, uh, big chance for a trap game. Just they've been rolling. One of these days they got to come out flat. Uh, I think no Brunson again. So oh. there's a chance. And Fayo did gamble. Fayo had one more I missed. He asked about the Giants, who their TPP came out today. Finish same or worse than last year? Is Kapler in trouble? I'd say no. Um, I think the Giants are trying to do things differently. We see that with how they treat veterans. I think they like Gabe. I think they thought, they think they have a special sauce, and Gabe executed that special sauce. So knowing that he can be that, I think they like him, and he's a part of that org. Um now they were 500 last year, so if you get if you get too far below that, people start getting loud. Also, I think Gabe can kind of hide behind their free agency, right? Like they lost Rodon, they were supposed mm-hmm. to get Judge, they were supposed to get Correa. Like he's got excuses. I think they like him and they operate a little differently. That I I think he's I think he's fine. I would think he has next he's year. Got a little clout there. Yeah, let's go bad. Um. All right, guys, appreciate you. Love amping it up with the ampersands. Uh, Huge week. Huge week. Um, 18 years old in Long Island, I bet. Um, All right, guys, thank you. Love you. Go sports. Go Yanks. Go dogs. Frogs. Blogs.